Welcome to the Overflowing Ministries podcast, where we hope to empower Christian communities as they seek to reclaim their true missional identity. Kaylin, David, Logan, and Liz share personal experiences to discuss the core value of dignity and its faithful sidekick, empowerment. As you begin to listen, David is sharing an encounter witnessed while on mission in Argentina. His story emphasizes the great need for dignity if we are to truly share the love of Jesus in a way it may be received. In Romans 12, 9, Paul exhorts the importance of authenticity in our interactions with others. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Scripture is given to teach, not to judge or condemn. Likewise, in our testimonies, we must be concerned about the wholeness of our audience over their acknowledgement of our rightness. As you listen to this vulnerable conversation, consider how you would define dignity and its role in missions. Is God raising up anything in you to consider for prayer, celebration, or repentance? Um, So basically, I was in Argentina, and we were all sitting down, all the volunteers, and we were talking to this couple that um, had traveled there, and uh, we were having a conversation about how she was a Christian, and my friend was talking to her, and he was kind of asking her, like, her theology behind it, and basically she didn't truly believe that Jesus had died for us and her theology was wrong and instead of him coming to her in love and telling her how she should believe this or that he just told her that she was wrong and that she wasn't a Christian and that you know that his way was right and so he just totally didn't come to her in love right Hmm. I'm really not that surprised by those kind of stories because it I think oftentimes scripture is used as the sword and it's this thing that we're using to cut deep and to get our message across. It's this weapon. And I mean, really, what are we saying when we use scripture like that? It's almost like the message that is really coming through when that's the way we're approaching the gospel is that whatever means it takes, the end is worth it. And honestly, I think that's how we approach missions so often, too. It's just wherever we need to get to, whatever it takes, just feed the people. And I wonder if we're just asking the wrong question when it comes to that. Um, Is that really God's heart for us? Is it to just do whatever it takes as long as the job gets done, as long as we meet God where He is across the finish line? He doesn't care how we get there. Um, I think that says a lot more about us and what we think about the people that were stepping on along the path to get to those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we, I think you see this often um, when people are trying to do their best to walk alongside communities um, in need, whether like locally or globally, right? That oftentimes the dignity is the thing that's like stripped away from people um, with the intentions of doing well, but like when we don't uphold that, right? When we um, 
we don't see that as a value. The way that we serve people looks totally different, right? Like in that situation where you have like, how would it have changed if you would have like upheld her dignity, yeah. right? Like what would that, how would that have changed the conversation? How would that have changed instead of it being like a, maybe where she felt shut down and unheard he could have easily entered into a conversation mm. to walk alongside and to lift up, right? Totally. So look, when you guys talk about dignity, what, how would you guys define that? And like what, when you're talking about like, um, that like a lot of these things that like go on, take away dignity, what do you, like, what do you mean? Okay. I How'd think explain that? acknowledging dignity is putting people on the same playing field as us, looking them mm -hmm. eye to eye rather than reaching down to someone else's level. Mm -hmm. um, it's similar to that difference between sympathy and empathy. I think where mm -hmm. sympathy is you looking down and reaching down at someone and empathy is you getting down with them in the trenches mm -hmm. and doing life together. And I think that's God's heart for mission when we talk about underlying how we do missions is how we see people and mm. what their core and inherent value is and that totally affects what loving them looks like right mm -hmm. um, I mean I think God calls us to this deeper love of mm. intentionality and I think oftentimes what ends up happening when we do it the wrong way and when we don't regard dignity and we don't prioritize empowerment is God can even be used as a justification for doing wrong or almost just a blanket cover all for, well, my intentions were good. Mm -hmm. And I really want to put value there. I think mm -hmm. good intentions are so important. Yeah. But what if there's more? Yeah. I think good intentions are like kind of the like diving board, right? Like they help us like jump into that, but in the process of that seeing, like having a broader perspective of like, how am I upholding these things? How am I empowering these communities? How am I walking alongside them? And that paints a bigger picture, right? So oftentimes people go into the, into missions and into service with good intentions, wanting to help, wanting mm -hmm. to serve, right? But then like, as you get into it, you see kind of this like bigger scope, not just what can I do for them, but like, how can I walk alongside and like journey together with them so that they might, you know, that we might together become our best selves, like of who God has like truly called us to be. Right, yeah. Do you remember those shirts that we saw in the Haitian airport? Yeah, um, so we were um, just finishing up our trip in, uh, in Haiti and we were um, working with an orphanage and uh, helping do like some construction for a church that was attached to it. And um, on our way back, we were in the airport and um, this big group of, of people um, just kind of flooded in and had these like bright neon shirts. And um, it said something, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was like on the lines of like hope for broken Haiti. Right. Um, and um, which sounds good, like it, it really, and I, I'm sure the intentions were great behind it. Um, but if you think you're, if you put yourself in a Haitian shoes, mm -hmm. basically what you're saying is your identity as a Haitian, your culture, everything that you know, 
we believe is broken and we're here to fix it. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times that comes with cultural, um, like a lot of people, a lot of times people bring their cultural understanding of the gospel and try to just plant it mm -hmm. there. And so we have hope um, and we're bringing it into your home, which is broken. Um, and I think a lot of the subliminal messages that um, are there, but a lot of times are overlooked um, when you put yourself into someone else's shoes or the people that you're um, going there to serve. It's really kind of demeaning in a way. Um, and like, and it just, it, it, it goes back to what you're saying about like, question the, the the ends like what are what are your ends like is it to feed people is it to do that is it to um, get to a certain place or, or do the means by which you do it really matter um, and like even if yes like um, we're telling people that their culture their whole um, like identity being a Haitian is broken but we're mm -hmm. fixing things it's like I think God has a bigger heart for Haiti um, than to just fix um, fix problems, but rather to restore mm -hmm. Haitians into like people that are proud of who they are and proud of the country that they have grown up in and their, the family that has raised them and um, that can say that they're not broken um, just as much as we aren't. Right. You know, um, so yeah, that's... That was an interesting trip. I remember we actually spent some time in the Haitian National Museum. Mm -hmm. And I was 16, and I remember really struggling with that tension of, we're going to this museum, mm -hmm. but we're here to hug orphans and build a school, and so why are we wasting our time in this museum? And now that I can look back in retrospect on the trip, I actually mm -hmm. can see that going to that museum was probably one of the most valuable things of actually <coughs> honoring the dignity and the identity of the Haitians and their mm -hmm. country. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, because I think that we can best serve people and walk alongside people when we understand their history, right? Like when we understand what they've walked through, what they've journeyed through to become where they are, because I think it's easy to look at it from like our our viewpoint and see it as one way, not knowing the full story like mm -hmm. behind it, right? Like you could look at a country like Haiti and feel like, oh man, this is a mess. Like this is a disaster. Like how, like, how, you know, let's fix all of these things that might be surface level, right? Not knowing the history of how the strength that actually comes from that, from that community, right? Because they've been through so much. And I just think that like, yeah, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like what Kaylin was saying, like understanding people's like history and understanding their culture and like being a learner versus like coming in and just trying right. to like fix things, um, I think is so important. And oftentimes like our like place of like privilege, right, because we have so much um, and our pride sometimes in that, that can kind of get mixed in, prevents us um, from being able to 
like enter in in that space like in a humble like way and like coming under mm-hmm. underneath people and like really lifting them up right because we have so much we feel like we can give so much instead of like saying that might not be like what's helpful how do I um, how do I empower them like and what they're already doing how do I come alongside like the incredible work that they're already doing versus just like coming in like with what I have to bring. Um, but I think it, it, you have to take a different posture. It, it's a lot more patient, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause to like walk through a museum and to spend time learning, right? You have to be patient in that and kind of sit in the tension of that too. And oftentimes things are uncovered that are hard and that are right. painful, but like, it's so important to see that because then whenever you sit and have a conversation you know with someone in that community you understand where they've been right and you can understand from their perspective maybe why they do things in a way that might be different than us but for them like it makes sense right and that's i mean that's a good point that's kind of um it's interesting that you you know it here like you know that you can't just go and fix Mm. your child here like Mm -hmm. relationships are messy and Mm -hmm. in order to like bring someone from Mm -hmm. like into a place of flourishing and wholeness where they're making good decisions for themselves and and all all this Mm -hmm. stuff like um here we know that that process is pretty complex Mm -hmm. like um we can't just fix people by Mm. making them wealthy or like yeah. changing their economic status like mm-hmm. like health and wholeness is a lot more complex than that but mm-hmm. it's it's almost interesting um in like us as a culture as Americans we want to fix and like when there's a problem we want to fix it mm-hmm. um and we approach we use that approach when it comes to missions in that oh we see there are hungry people or we see that there are um a broken political system or whatever and so we want to go in and easy we can fix that mm-hmm. but we don't remember that like these people um, just like friendships or your children or mm-hmm. things like that like you have to know the people that you're talking to like you have to really understand like who they are mm-hmm. um, yeah um, I think that you really have to uh, live in a culture and understand it to be able to just live with the people and love them too and that a lot of times that the American culture will come in and like you were saying just feel like they have to fix everything and a lot of times that's just not true and building relationships is really important and really valuable mm-hmm. right And I think that really does tie back to your original story because we're talking about these things like t-shirts and museums and that seems so much bigger but really when you get down to it the ideas that we have about what dignity is and where it comes from those are the foundational thoughts that are actually shaping the way we're acting and the way that we think God's heart interacts in this world and what we're essentially called to so this all interacts with missions and Mm -hmm. we see it in the way that our churches do outreach but we Mm -hmm. also see it in big major corporations Mm -hmm. that do poverty alleviation and aid work Mm -hmm. so for example i I don't want to dwell on this but it's this old story of tom's the shoe company and there's all sorts of things you can read about how when they came in to different countries and they would bring these shoes it put all their local shoe manufacturers out of business and Mm -hmm. that was really harmful for those communities but more than that Mm. 
Tom's original mission statement was along the lines of providing shoes for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And what kinds of things is that message communicating that people are going to be reliant on Tom's to give them shoes for their entire lives, that they'll be in poverty for their entire lives. And I think if we're not really careful, those are some of the messages that even our really good intentions can be conveying to communities that are experiencing different types of poverty. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's what this is all about, is trying to understand that God's heart for us is not to just get to a certain end place. Mm -hmm. The ends don't justify the means to get there. His heart for us is to go on this journey together, Mm -hmm. to see the people right in front of us, to honor their dignity and empower them to walk alongside us into this greater vision of what God is after. Remember, our hope is to prompt you to engage with the tension of each core value on your own in order to more effectively communicate the mystery in team discussions. We anticipate differences in definition, interpretation, and understanding of each value. Learning to respectfully communicate and create space for one another's ideas is a key component of this process. As we wrestle to understand truth under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, please remember that effective communication requires listening, reflecting, and finally speaking. Now, take a few minutes in prayer and reflection. It seems easier to identify times we have seen dignity lacking, but contemplate and journal about positive experiences to emulate in the future. Then, consider your answer to this question for further group discussion. How does one prepare to honor the dignity of others, not only on a mission trip, but in daily encounters. Grace and peace to you, our friends on mission.